is today. Today? It is Wednesday, my dude. This is gonna be great! <laughs> Hello everybody. Hope you're having a great day so far. I'm gonna start out with the question. Do you know what tomorrow is? Because I'm excited about what tomorrow brings. It's opening day of baseball. Major League Baseball, that is. And yesterday I got my free MLB TV one-year subscription from T-Mobile. T-Mobile Tuesdays hooked me up again. Um, and so, tomorrow, the Cubs kick off their season against the Brewers to start their 2023 championship run. So excited. And I love this time of year, which is like opening day, beginning of the year, where everybody has hope for their teams. Even the dirty White Sox fans have hope for their team. I mean, not like they're going to go to the stadium and watch them because we know that isn't going to happen, but they hope their team's going to win. And you know what? That's fine. And I have hope for the White Sox, too. I hope they lose every single game that they play. You know? So we, we all have hope for that team. But for my Cubs, something, just something, makes me think this could be our year. Because did you know last year, the Cubs won 40 of their last 70 games. That's what we call momentum. And we added in some major pieces this offseason. So uh, I have high hopes. But then again, I've been a diehard Cubs fan for my entire life. So I know that many times uh, when I have the high hopes, by May we're out of contention. So will you will see starting tomorrow. But... So you're going to see a lot of Cubs gear. I'm wearing today my Kyle Schwarber 2016 championship jersey. It's exciting. And here's the thing. I don't normally get jerseys with people's names on it unless it's my own name. Like, So I have a Cubs jersey that has Brill on the back. Um, I know. I, there was some talk about me joining the Cubs, but I was like, you know what? I'm going to go the pastor route. But anyway, so and I have a, a, a Cowboys jersey with Brill. I don't like to buy people's jerseys because first of all they can get traded or leave teams and then I am stuck with this like Schwarber no longer on the Cubs he's my all-time favorite Cub without him we would not have won the 2016 World Series because he was a machine in the World Series just think of this hurt uh the um second game of the year tore his ACL all that stuff worked hard came back for the World Series and hit over 400 he sparked that rally in the at the end of the, it's he was amazing. And uh yeah, he had some struggles after 2016 with the Cubs. Then they ended up just letting him go. And what has he done since then? Oh, he's been in the playoffs every single year, playing big. Uh he was in the World Series last year. Oh, did I mention he won, he had the most home runs in the National League? Yeah, that that was him. Um World Baseball Classic home run in the championship game. Uh, so he's awesome. They made a big mistake by looking, but I am okay with having the Schwarber Jersey, 
even though he's not on the Cubs, because if it wasn't for him, like I said, we wouldn't have that championship. So I'm okay with it. And my plan is this year, I'm going to go back to Chicago. I think it's in July, June or July. They're playing, the Cubs are playing the Phillies. I'm going to go early to batting practice. I'm going to get him to sign the jersey, and it's going to be amazing. Amazing. So anyways, I like this season because, like I said, we all have hope. And then I ask myself, is this a coincidence that this season of hope coincides with Easter? I mean, Easter's right around the corner. I think it's like a week and a half away. And this Sunday is Palm Sunday, in which if we want to talk about hope, you'd probably call Palm Sunday a hope fest as, uh, as Jesus was riding into Jerusalem. But I want to say all cards on the table, I kind of struggle with Palm Sunday because on one hand, I think, and I imagine how cool it would have been to see Jesus ride into Jerusalem and see everyone laying the palms down, tearing their clothes, shouting out, Hosanna, Hosanna in the highest. They're weeping, celebrating, and to see a whole city like that filled to the brim with hope had to be amazing. Because the only thing I can kind of compare it to is like, let's just take the 2016 um, Cubs championship, the parade that they had. There was over 5 million people there that gathered to see the Cubs and celebrate with them. It was like one of the largest gatherings in human history. But thinking about that, that wouldn't even have held a candle to the excitement and the electricity in the air when Jesus came into Jerusalem because the 5 million people in Chicago, which would have been more than who was in Jerusalem, but they were celebrating kind of like an accomplishment of a game. You know, people really love it and and they cared about it, but um, these people that were celebrating with Jesus were excited for the futures of their lives, for the future of the world, because they had been longing for the Savior, for their King to come and set them free. And guess what? It was a lot longer than 108 years. And here's one thing, here's a bit of scripture that I really like that kind of sums up the feeling in the air, right? So in Luke 9, this is as Jesus was coming into Uh, Jerusalem and everybody was singing out Hosanna, Hosanna highest, his disciples and all the people were celebrating. Uh, Luke 19, 39 through 40 says, some of the Pharisees in the crowd said to Jesus, teacher, rebuke your disciples. And Jesus said, I tell you, he replied, if they keep quiet, the stones will cry out. Now we're not talking about the rolling stones. He's talking about stones in the road on the walls, like things that were, they were going to cry out. If everybody was quiet, they would cry out and be like, Hosanna, Hosanna. That is a celebration. And that is amazing. So as much as I think it would be cool to see that and experience that, knowing what happens, it kind of ruins Palm Sunday for me. I mean, this excitement, this celebration, this hope, when you look back at it, it kind of meant nothing because within that week, everyone there would go from, from singing Hosanna, Hosanna, the highest, blessed is the Lord, all that. They would go from that to crucify him. 
in less than a week. Have you ever had such a drastic turn from love to hate within a week? Like that seems crazy. And Jesus being son of God, being one, he is God. He knew it was coming as well. It shows what a great God he is because had it been me as Jesus and I see these people tearing their clothes, singing out, and I'd have been like, hey, look, look don't, close, don't tear your clothes. Pick up those palms because I want you to, I want you to have the energy that you're going to have on Friday right now. Stop playing right now, acting like you love me when I know you don't. I know you're going to try to cruise. You're going to crucify me on Friday. I know that you got a bad day coming and this is all means nothing. But Jesus doesn't do that. He goes with it. He, I know it's all part of the plan. And, and he goes to the cross. And even when they're spitting at him and yelling at him and teasing him and all that stuff. And Luke 23 says, forgive them for they do not know what they are doing. And it's just, it's mind boggling to know he, God, Jesus is that good. Because like, I, I think about this a lot. If I'm in heaven... We don't know what heaven's going to be like. We, we, we hear, we have ideas, but I mean, but anyways, I'm thinking, what if I'm in heaven and I run into some dude, some guy named Joe, right? Hey, Joe, how are you doing? You've been here a while? And Joe be like, I've been here the thousands of years. He's like, oh, cool. And then he's like striking up a conversation. And uh, he was like, yeah, I was there when, when Jesus came into Jerusalem. I, yeah, I'm from Jerusalem. Really? I'd be like. So you were there when he came in and like everybody was singing Hosanna and be like, yeah, it was wild, crazy time. You should have been there. And I'd be like, I wish you did. But weren't you also the ones that when you did that, like less than a week later, you wanted to crucify him? Was, it, was that you too? That you did that? And the guy would probably be like, hey, you know, hey, we live and we learn, we make mistakes. I'm like, it's a pretty big mistake. Pretty big. I mean... It's a good that it happened because, you know, now we're all saved. We're all here together, but kind of a jerk move. I'm, I'm just saying, I'm laying it all out there. He probably like, sure. He's like, there's a lot of us here that did that, but Hey, we're all here now. We're all good. I don't know. I just don't know how to deal with that because it's just fake that the fake worship that happened there is just, I don't like it. So this coming week, Palm Sunday, how do we wrap our minds around Palm Sunday? I like to focus on the hope that there was there, the, the hope that people had knowing, oh, this is our savior. He's coming in on a donkey. It's not how we expected. We thought a war horse, we thought someone's going to come in and conquer, but okay. <clears throat> and I want, I want to like put, put to the side how that they're going to say crucify him. And let's just live in this hope because we have to have hope in life. It's one of the main things we need. We need to have faith in Jesus, but we also have to have hope. And uh, I think this Sunday sums up the hope that we should have, just as the, the Major League Baseball season starting. All of us have hope for our teams. I know there's probably a lot of people listening who say, I don't care about baseball. And to that, I say, wow, that's crazy. Baseball's amazing. Um, who doesn't like baseball? Why would you not like baseball? Amazing. Anyways, um, let's focus on the hope. Focus on 
hope for what Jesus is doing in our lives now as we are here. Because I know I don't, I'm going through a tough season right now. My wife is, my kids are. Uh, but we have hope in what Jesus is doing. Just as those people in Jerusalem had hope that Jesus was going to come in and fix all their problems. He did, just not the way that they thought they were going to. And that's something that we have to accept too. We we pray to Jesus when we're going through things, when we're struggling. Come in, I need you to, Jesus, come and take this away. And when it doesn't, we're like, man, I don't, I would have liked you to do it my way, but I, I understand your way is always good and is better and your plans are better than mine. So we just have to go with it, even if it means this time of struggle and we feel like we're never getting out of it. Because God is good. So that's kind of what I have. Probably a shorter, this is a shorter um, Devo today. Devo podcast thing. So hopefully it uh, said something interesting and good that you can take with you today. Uh, if not, sorry. I mean, I don't know what else to say. Um, thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time. Yeah, see you.